You're listening to the Gaining Traction Podcast, Episode 10. If you're looking for tactical, actionable advice on how to get real feedback from your audience and turn it into immediate results that benefit your business, then you've come to the right place. Welcome to Gaining Traction with your host, Ryan Battles. What's up, everybody? Thanks for tuning into the Gaining Traction Podcast. Here we take a look into the ways to gain traction with our products in the online space. And the content of this podcast is also available in written form over at ryanbattles.com slash blog. So if you prefer to read instead of listen or save for offline viewing, head on over to ryanbattles.com today. Today's episode is a quick guide to outsourcing for entrepreneurs. One of the key personality traits of an entrepreneur is that we like to hustle. We like to try new things and fill our workday with variety. And a negative side effect of this is that we also have a hard time giving up control. And as an entrepreneur, it's imperative that we learn to delegate certain tasks to others. Without delegation, the sad truth is, is that we stall the growth of our companies because there's only so much time, energy, and creative focus that we can provide as an individual. By outsourcing certain tasks to others, we open up more of our own resources to focus on generating income. Let's dive into the benefits of outsourcing, why today's economy is primed for an outsourced workforce, which tasks to outsource, and which ones to keep in-house and also a step-by-step guide to finding those high-quality outsourced talents. So the benefits of outsourcing are these. Uh, One of the key items that keeps entrepreneurs from delegating tasks is that they don't want to hire a workforce. There's some validity to this position as a workforce requires quite a few added costs to running a business. Hiring a small team of contractors can be beneficial for the following reasons. One, you pay only for what you need. A full-time employee needs about 40 hours of work during the week to stay busy. Sometimes you don't need someone to spend that much time on an ongoing basis for certain roles. An example of this would be contracting a lawyer when starting out your business. You certainly don't need, and probably can't afford, a full-time in-house lawyer, so working with one on a contract basis makes the most sense. Also, you can skip the payroll and tax headache. Hiring a contractor is relatively straightforward. You pay them and tell the IRS about it at the end of the year. They're responsible for filing their own taxes and getting their own accounting in order. Also, there are no benefits required. Many competitive workplaces offer healthcare, gym memberships, hardware and software, paid time off, the list goes on. And in general, none of these things are offered to outsource help, nor are they expected to be. For outsource help, also no space is needed. Depending on the type of business you're running, hiring a workforce requires larger office space, more desks and equipment, and a contractor typically works from their own space, or if they must set up in your offices, they only need a temporary workspace. Also, it forces you to refine your processes. When hiring a contractor, you're forced to put certain expectations and processes down for them to follow. When this happens, you're often encouraged to streamline the process. Finally, outsourcing forces you to prioritize tasks. Deciding which tasks to outsource is a process that forces you to list out the tasks that are best performed by you and which one should have less of a priority when it comes to your time. Now, of course, these benefits are positioned against hiring out for these same tasks. If you decide to do everything yourself, you can avoid the office space, tax issues, etc. However, as mentioned previously, you limit yourself to what one person can accomplish. Very few successful entrepreneurs got to where they are now without delegating out certain tasks to free them up from working on the business. Now, why today is the best time to outsource? There used to be a time when people would stay with a single company from initial hire to retirement. This no longer holds true for a lot of professionals. In fact, some professionals view self-employment as the only stable option in today's economy. So the result is, 
many more highly qualified professionals are working as contractors, as opposed to sticking it out in the corporate world. Add this to the fact that it's never been easier to work remotely with more and more communication tools like Slack, Skype, and Dropbox being launched daily. It's pretty easy to find some high-quality uh, professionals that are willing to work freelance. Which tasks should you be outsourcing? Coming up with a list of tasks to outsource might seem like a daunting task, but essentially it starts with defining your core competencies as a business and what you've defined as your competitive advantage. For example, a company such as Apple would never outsource product design. It's what defines them as a company and is one of their key competitive advantages. However, they've outsourced advertising campaigns for those products because advertising is not their key competitive advantage. Once you define your core competencies as a business, you can start to take note of the tasks that you spend time and energy on and ask yourself, is my core competency affected if I outsource this? In most cases, bookkeeping and legal are not core competencies, so these are usually the first to be outsourced. Next comes other auxiliary roles like writer, designer, developer, project manager, editor, social media, event planner. Another reason to outsource is if there's a limited scope task that would benefit from a specialist input. For example, you might contract a social media specialist to help set up a plan for social media. Perhaps you'll meet with this person every three months in order to analyze and improve your strategy. Meanwhile, a lower paid contractor is the one actually implementing this strategy. There is a role for consultants and freelancers at all levels within a small business. And just as there are certain things that you should definitely outsource, there are also items that most definitely should be done in-house. As mentioned previously, anything that's related to your core competency should not be outsourced. Anything that gives you a competitive advantage should come from within, otherwise your competition is only a freelancer away from matching or beating that advantage. You should also not outsource items simply because you don't like doing them. For example, many entrepreneurs are tempted to outsource sales right off the bat because they don't like selling. However, even though sales are uncomfortable, we tend to get better at it with time. And in fact, for some entrepreneurs, having sales conversations with potential clients will drive product direction and give a clearer picture of your target audience's needs and pain points. And yes, there will come a time when the founders should not be doing sales calls, but it isn't simply because they don't enjoy doing it. Finally, you shouldn't outsource tasks that need a full-time person to handle it. A 40-hour-a-week contractor starts to look a lot like an employee to the IRS after a while. And if the IRS interprets your contractor relationship as that of an employer and employee, you could be liable for that person's social security taxes, as well as other costs and penalties. So how to find this outsourced talent? The absolute best way to find outsourced talent is to look at recommendations within your own network. Ask your connections on LinkedIn, Facebook, or Twitter if anyone recommends a contractor for the job you're looking to outsource. If you strike out with your own network, there are a variety of other sites that have database of individuals available for hire, anywhere from $5 to over $100 an hour. These are Upwork, Fiverr, Freelancer.com, Ask Sunday, and the Virtual Assistant Board. Searching through these sites, you'll likely be overwhelmed with the number of people available, so how do you separate the wheat from the chaff? Well, here's a step-by-step -step guide to doing that. First of all, start by creating a one-time job that will represent the type of work that your contractor will do. If you're looking for a website designer, ask them to redesign your current homepage or something similar. If you're looking for a blog writer, ask them for an article on a given topic. Ask the applicants to follow a random instruction when applying. For example, when posting a job on Upwork, in your job description, ask the applicants to start off their application with the word tangerine at the top to show that they read the whole job description. 
Uh, you'll be surprised how many people don't actually even follow that, and the ones that do, um, you, you'll know that they're at least worth following up with. Then, uh, after you found a few winners there, schedule a 10-minute Skype call with your qualified applicants. This will not only help you see that if they can show up for a meeting on time um, without technical difficulty, but it also helps weed out any communication issues that you might have further down the road. And uh, finally, narrow down your final choice. Pay multiple workers to complete the same job. It may seem like you're essentially wasting money here, but not really. The cost of paying for one more homepage redesign pales in comparison to the cost associated with hiring the wrong person for the job. And hopefully, after these four steps, the right candidate for the job will become obvious. While finding the best talent is a tedious and time-consuming process, the benefits far outweigh the due diligence and uh, work required in order to find the right person to help you run your business. Outsourcing work is something that many new entrepreneurs are hesitant to try, but the most successful entrepreneurs swear by it. Hiring contractors frees you up to focus on the core competencies that move your business forward, as opposed to the mundane tasks that should be left to others. In addition, hiring an expert to cover specialized areas where appropriate allows us to grow in ways that one person could never grow a company alone. That's it for this week's episode. Don't forget to head over to iTunes to subscribe, rate, and review. This helps other people to find the show. And also, feel free to reach out to me via email at ryanbattles at gmail.com. Let me know what you're working on, and thanks again. I'll see you next time. That's all for this episode of Gaining Traction. Be sure to subscribe and head to ryanbattles.com to sign up for the newsletter and load up on more actionable advice to grow your business. Thanks again, and remember, the only way to hit the ground running is by gaining traction.